Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 684 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with Susan. She's the mom of two children, one of whom has type 1 diabetes. Eventually, this conversation turns into a therapy session for Susan. Please remember while you're listening in that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Those of you who are U.S. residents and have type 1 diabetes or are the caregiver of someone with type 1, if you go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox, join the registry, take the survey, it will take you fewer than 10 minutes. When you do this kind thing, you'll be helping people with type 1 diabetes. So you get to do something nice, not get off your sofa, it doesn't take much of your time, and it's helping people you care about. What a win-win-win-win-win kind of a thing is this, huh? t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. I hope you do it. This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by the Contour Next One Blood Glucose Meter. Everything you need to get started with the Contour Next One is at contournext.com forward slash juice box. Today's show is also sponsored by, ooh, wait a minute, new sponsor, drum roll. We don't have any money for sound effects. How long do you think I should do this? This episode of the Juice Box Podcast is also sponsored by InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. To learn more and get started today with InPen, you go to InPenToday.com. Can you remember that? InPenToday.com. It's I-N-P-E-N-T-O-D-A-Y. Com. And while I have you here, I'd like to remind you about Touched by Type 1. Just head over to touchedbytype1.org and check them out. That's all they want. You can find them at their website or on Facebook or Instagram. Touchedbytype1.org. I'm hitting record. Let me make sure I got your voice okay. So very quickly, uh, yes. do you have headphones on? I have AirPods. Mm -hmm. cool. All right. They sound pretty clear. Uh, you're using a phone as your... I'm using my phone. Oh, you're not holding it, though. Put it down for me. It's down. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, AirPods are a little um, sometimes overly sensitive. Just try not to fuss too much or touch things too much or that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I will stay still for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Now you're getting this, Susan. I like that you, you seem I, to understand how this show works. You don't move. I will not... I will not move. I will not. I will not breathe. I will not move. Okay. Only, only breathe in half <laughs> half breaths and look. Right. Find a point in the Very corner small and breaths. stare at it. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Very to, small. Yeah, I don't want you to be that <laughs> that conscious of it. Okay. So. Okay. Because this is how this is starting. Introduce yourself <laughs> and then tell me what you said and say it again. Okay. Well, hi. I am Susan. Um, I'm from New York. I am a mom of two kids. I have an 18-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter who is type 1. Okay. And we just yeah. jumped on the call. 
<laughs> full full di- after after I fixed my microphone because I didn't couldn't figure that out. Uh-huh. Full, full disclosure, <laughs> my mom is not feeling well right now, so my life is, is stretched very thin. I I know I know she's not. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, my point in saying that <clears throat> is that I woke up like fifteen minutes ago, <laughs> so that is uncommon for me. I am probably not fully functioning yet. I'm hydrating as quickly as I can to get my brain off. So whatever I say in this episode doesn't count. It's all good. It's all good. Meanwhile, I was up at like six. I had my juice box shirt on. I went and I walked and I listened to you. And uh, yeah, it's okay though. It's all good. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that I could. (laughs) I'm sort of awake in the world. But you said that I look, you, you said this picture okay, of you. So, right. so when, when you when you log on, you have your Zoom and you see your cute little picture there. And I was like, oh, I love this picture of you. And I said, you look very pensive in this mm-hmm. picture. So now I know what pensive means, even though I didn't go to school for very long. <laughs> and I didn't know that. So let's break it down together. What I'm going <laughs> to guess is, all right, so I went to Seattle with my son for a week. Right. And I, and I got <laughs> settled in with him. And then he spent another four weeks there baseball training. I right. I stayed with a family who listens to the podcast, which is a story. I remember you saying that. Yes, it's so cool. Wonderful people that I've I've told a story before. Please, the rest of you do not send me an email. I'm not coming to your house. Um and so <laughs> although let's say this, Susan. What? One time boy, this story's gonna jump around right away. I got an email recently <laughs> from a person who offered me a large sum of money to come live with them for a week and teach them how to do diabetes. Stop it right now. Which I turned down <laughs> because I am not a healthcare professional and that would not be reasonable. And right. but it was way more money than you would guess. I I can't even imagine. Yes. Yeah, so uh, so okay. So you think of a number in your head. Like how oh, much please. How, okay. Oh, you're please. I am horrible at this. I'm yeah. so bad at this. My yeah. husband's always like we'll go into a room or to a concert and he'll always say how many people do you think we're here? I'm like, I don't know. 10, 500. I have no idea. So I'm really bad at this. Right, so well, well, don't, you preface it. You ruined this part, but go ahead. Just pick a number. Scott, come to my house, live here for a week. I'll give you. For a week. Yeah. I'll pay you $5,000. $25,000. Oh, shut up. Yep. <laughs> and I said, no, thank you. That's lovely. But mainly I, I appreciate your, your, I don't know hope or right. whatever your your right. your idea your faith in me my mm-hmm. faith yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I said that's that's not necessary I don't take money from people for diabetes stuff um and <laughs> I'm not a doctor I don't know if you guys I, I realize you're not a doctor and I, I said <laughs> um I said I, I also don't think that the questions you're asking need a week I could just right. help you so I just jumped on the phone and answered right, the right. questions for them real quickly did not take their 25,000 also by the way right. they, they didn't just randomly send me the 25 grand so I don't know how serious they were <laughs> but um but Scott Scott could you imagine though like if you started doing that like if you put yourself out there and you're like listen I got to come live with you for a week and I'll fix all your <laughs> your diabetes problems and that could be like your thing you could do like a world like a travel like a world tour to, you to, could just like travel around to be perfectly honest <laughs> It was hard not to think about it after he said the number, <laughs> and I because I thought I could do this four times a year and I'd be, I'd be done. Set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so we'll just That's pick whatever my least favorite month is. I'll just you know right. do it that month. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. so save, save all your problems for like July, and yeah. that's when I'm going to come. I'd be like Kelly. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out of here on June 30th. I'll be back July 31st. <laughs> 
I'll have 100K. And I'm right? changing lives. Yeah, we'll do a nice <laughs> thing. But anyway, that's not this story. So the, you want to know about the picture. Okay. You know the picture. I, I love the picture. Very. It's also very, I don't know if it's an angle, but your hat has like a really big brim. But I think that's real. Those are in now, aren't they? The big like right. brim hats. So right? the hat's got a slightly unbent brim, which is crazy because my, yeah, my head is huge. So that's a weird okay. thing. So what you're seeing in that picture, I don't think it's pensive. I was take so first of all, these people in Seattle where I was, they talk endlessly about this mountain. Okay. Sorry, I'm still hydrating. Go I ahead. think it's Mount Rainier. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Be. You mm-hmm. know, honestly, it might not be. Mike, you should. You is. might want to get that right. I'm looking at the picture oh. of it because I, I did. <laughs> but you know, you get there, they say, "Oh, wait till the mountain comes out." The mountain comes out. Like first of all. I, that must be a colloquialism because the mountain's always out. It's the, it, well, wait, wait right. till the mountain. That's, you know, what they mean, wait till you can see the mountain because it's you so see it, right. freaking overcast. But they just keep saying, wait till the mountain comes out. The mountain's right over there. You look, you're like, I, I, I don't see a mountain. I don't have to tell you. Well, one day <laughs> the mountain came out and it's freaking shocking, Susan. <laughs> she came, she came, she, well, clearly, I mean, oh, I'm telling you right now, like, try imagining going out in your backyard. I don't know. It's staring at the house behind you and there's a giant mountain there, but you don't see it for four days in a row. And then one day you walk outside, there's a freaking mountain there. It's odd. Right? That's, so, that's crazy. It really, and that's the beauty of our country. That's, you know, look at you. Listen, it was insane. So now here's the yeah. other thing. <clears throat> I'd been living with these people for about a week. They don't drink anything but water in their house. So my face is like as thin as it had been in like two years. (laughs) So I was like, holy hell, I can get a selfie with myself in this freaking mountain. And then I got the camera up. And what you're seeing on my face is me going, wow, you can really see my jaw on this. (laughs) (laughs) I look really good in this picture. (laughs) I'm like, I got to take like 20 of these so that I'm sure one of these comes out. Because if you put- This is fantastic. So excited. So it's not pensive. It's me holding the phone really still and trying to hold my face in a way where I think I'll actually, because now I'm going to use this picture for years to come if someone oh, needs a photo oh, you have of me. to, yeah. Because I you have, have a jaw. To, yeah. And you see how like sort of like, you know, like that spot between the corner of your mouth and your tip of your jaw, like it sort of goes in <laughs> like a lady's waist. You see it? You're looking at the picture, right? I, t- I totally am. I'm staring at it. Yes. I don't normally <laughs> yes, have I that. So I, oh, I, I see. in that moment, I was like, oh, I got to drink more water and I must be holding this phone at the exact right place. Oh, it's, it's a perfect thing. You're, you're like a teenager. You, you you figured out how to get that perfect selfie. Somebody Good said, job. somebody said, should your son get in the picture with you? And I was like, I can't even move. <laughs> no, no, he can take his own damn picture. <laughs> I don't care. And he was busy being yeah. cool about it. Like I said, take a picture with the the mountain and sent it to mom and he's like oh my god all right hold on you know so Fine. anyway that's the story of that picture <laughs> yes it is not uh it is not pensive it's <laughs> it's just me trying not to move the camera because i have a jawline i got um, it yeah. well listen regardless it's a great picture thank you and that's it you, you're welcome are you amused at how i i actually could make that take nine minutes and it was entertaining so oh, i've listened to you long enough i know you can you do know, that. you know i could do that <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're getting an extra 10 minutes on your episode. Okay, so you're the mother of a child with type 1. Is that right? I, I am, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, boy or girl? I sound like you have two of them. I have two children. My oldest son is 18, but my type 1 child is a 14-year-old girl. 
14 and 18. Okay. That didn't seem on purpose. Let's just dig into that for a half a second. You guys, oh, please. You guys were fighting. You thought a baby <laughs> would help. What happened? What's going on there? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Well, four, I guess that's not a bad gap. 14 and 18. No. All right. You're fine. Never mind. No, it's not. All right. I was I'm re- fine. Yeah. I was no. reaching, Susan. Do yeah, th- it's fine. Do you think the people listening right now are like, oh my God, this lady's from New York and Scott shut out of a cannon. I'm not even going to have to speed this episode up. It's going to go really quick. Um, actually, 100%. <laughs> and I, the whole like 20 minutes before I signed on, I was breathing, saying to myself, talk slow. Because <laughs> I talk really fast. Yeah, you're not doing it. But do, I wonder why we speak so quickly. I don't know. It really is know. true, though. Yeah. Yeah. We hammer through words. Um, I always assumed that other people couldn't think of them as quickly, but I don't imagine now that I'm older that that's actually why it happened. Mm, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think do you think we, we're not comfortable with ourselves? I just think everybody is in a rush. Yeah. I see, a your, lot, I right? see your last I, name, I which know. I'm not asking you to say out loud, but you're Italian? Um, by marriage. No. Mm-hmm. So those, those, so you're <laughs> by marriage. So that side of your family, is that it talking over each other, being loud? Is that pretty common? Yes and no, you know? All right. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. All right. I grew up in an Italian household as well. My dad was a little bit Italian. So we were around a lot of Italian family as well. Mm-hmm. And they were, yeah, they were, no, they were a fun group. Yeah. Oh, it might just be. Yeah. I don't know if it's geographical or what it is, but I, if you got me going, I can, I can speak so quickly and still make sense. It's a, it's ridiculous. Oh, see, see, I, I, I will start speaking so quickly and not make sense. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said to myself, slow it down. Cause I think my words, I just can't keep up with them. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, somewhere else. And, Anyway, and your kids are old enough; they correct you when you say something wrong, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big fun part of having kids. They 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 will listen to this and they will probably rip it apart. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Kelly's Kelly's at a disadvantage in our house because Arden has my sense of humor, and Cole. I know has, she does. And Cole, and Cole actually has <laughs> enough of it; he's just generally quieter. But that kind of like mm-hmm. d- direct likeness that my wife has, like my wife's more direct than I am only among right. us, like in, in, in general public, she's very polite and kind. Um, but, uh, so my son can be direct and funny. Um, he's mm-hmm. not as funny as Arden and I, it's not his fault. And, um, so if my, if my <laughs> wife misspeaks, they'll, they'll, it's like, people will say out loud, like, are you having a stroke? That's usually how it starts. And then they just oh. won't stop. And she's like, why am I the butt of the joke? <laughs> and Arden, relentless. Arden, relentless. Arden goes, I know. it's your fault. Did you hear what you said? And then it just keeps going, you know? Um, keeps going. When they get me on the ropes, I start, like, they think, they say I get defensive, but I just start going, like, what mm-hmm. you're saying is not making any sense. And, like, blah, blah, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they won't stop. Like, if they see me devolve a little bit, then they push me until, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, until it looks like right. I'm going to die. <laughs> like, oh, he's on the floor. Keep going, you know. Keep going. Is Keep he going. crying? You know. <laughs> anyway, no, he's fine. <laughs> so your your 14 year old uh, was diagnosed mm-hmm. when she was diagnosed when she was 11. Okay. In April of 2019, she was in sixth grade. Oh, that seems like an unpleasant time. 
to have that happen. Yeah, we yeah, I know. And and where we live, sixth grade um, was um, like a graduating year. You know, the next year you go on to middle school. Right. So a lot was happening. You know. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Um, was it unexpected? <laughs> well, unexpected in the fact that nobody you know, there's no family history mm-hmm. so unexpected yes so to answer your question yes it was but that being said i know the signs i knew the signs and um i knew pretty quickly what was going on okay i yeah so i don't how did you know she didn't she, she um so my grandfather on my mom's father had type two diabetes. And my mother always, she would always say to me, back up my next door neighbor growing up. So I was born in 72. So eight early eighties, she was diagnosed with type one, which back then was, you know, not as common obviously as today. So I know my mom and her mom were very good friends. So I'm sure she implanted these thoughts into my mom as well. But my mom always said to me, if you're very thirsty, if you're going to the bathroom a lot, you, you need to tell me, you need to let me know. So growing up, I always associated those things with diabetes. Didn't really know what diabetes was, but I just associated those things. So that was, those were the first signs of um, my daughter. That's such a good look into what just a generation ago without the internet how they thought about things and like mm-hmm. somebody told your mom like oh this is what happened here's how i knew and she's like okay susan listen to me you pee more than four times a day i want to hear about it. <laughs> no it, and, she, and she she clearly said it to me enough right that it stuck, it stuck with me and i was so afraid again not knowing anything about diabetes i just thought if you were a diabetic you couldn't eat sugar and i love cookies and cake so i I just was so afraid that I was going to get it. Oh, I see. Um, and, um, but no, those were the signs, my daughter. And then of course, including the weight loss and, um, the appetite, but she was not admitted. She was not admitted in DKA. So I, you know, I feel like, I don't know how long it was, you know, brewing, but that, right. You know, yeah. what's that? I said, you can feel good about that. You got her in before. Yeah, that. no, sure. You know, I, I mean, I remember, you know, we um we were shopping it was a monday it was a day after easter and so the kids had no school and we were going shopping for clothes and i remember thinking oh my god everything is like so big on her i don't uh, but you know i don't know oh she's growing you know you yeah. say those things to yourself right? right and then we went for lunch and she had like three pieces of pizza and let me tell you she was probably about 50 pounds very very small you know, cute little thing. And, um, and then we were waiting in line to check out from somewhere. And she's like, mom, I just, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm so thirsty. I was like, uh Oh, this is what grandma said was going to (laughs) happen. This is what grandma said. By the way, your mom never said, your mom never said anything valuable. Like, Hey, if they find a way to shrink down those computers that they sent the rocket to space and and make them fit your house, buy some stock, nothing like that happened ever. No, 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 no insight into any of that. No insight, so thanks. No, no insight into anything <laughs> really, really helpful. Uh, <laughs> that, that would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. Don't get a credit card, honey. Anything at all. Nothing. Yeah, uh, anything. No. Yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How to pick a boy. Um, 
I know. You said your father's side of the family was is Italian. Any chance your mom's side is Irish or something like that? My mom's side is um, a little bit of everything. There's no Irish, but there's German. There's English. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bunch of things. Yeah, I'm always looking. Whereas my husband, you know, as you say, my husband's like half, half, like so, like you know, straightforward. I'm just a mishmash. Yeah, I'm always looking for that part of the um, world um, for diabetes diagnoses. Uh, England, mm-hmm. Ireland, that whole like, right Celtic space there. Um, interesting. Okay, so. Tell me a little bit about what happened coming out of the hospital. Um, Three years ago, I mean, you left with needles or a syringe, maybe something. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I I love, you know, I love our doctors. I love our hospital. Um, Ooh, Susan, hold on. I love it when people preface their statements with that because you're about to say something horrible about your doctor. If you're injecting insulin, but have no interest in an insulin pump, and you'd like to have some of the features that insulin pumps have, you can with InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. You see, the InPen has an application that goes on your phone, and then it connects to the pen through Bluetooth. That gives you a communication between the application and the pen, and then suddenly, oh, voila, you've got yourself some great functionality. For instance, the InPen can help you calculate the right insulin dose to take. When making a dose recommendation, the system considers your current blood sugar reading, estimated carbohydrate intake, and insulin on board. You can work with your doctor to get the device set up to help ensure that your dose recommendations are accurate. Here's something else that the InPen does. Dose tracking. That means that the system records your insulin doses in a logbook on your phone, making tracking doses easier. The digital logbook can easily be emailed or faxed to your provider before each appointment. You can also print a copy to take with you, have it in hand, as they say. Listen, I know you hear about people using insulin pumps and there's these cool features and you think, well, I'm MDI, I can't get that. But you can with the InPen. InPen also keeps track of how much insulin is still working in your body. That's your active insulin from your previous doses. It keeps track of that. And that helps you to avoid lows that may result from stacking. InPenToday.com. That's all you got to do. Head over there to get started. There are links in the show notes of your podcast player and links at JuiceBoxPodcast.com to InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. What do your test strips really cost you? Could be that it's too much. Insurance may not be the best way to buy your test strips. Find out if Contour Next One and the test strips that come with it may be right for you. Isn't that crazy? That you might be able to buy your test strips in cash and it be less expensive than you're paying through insurance? Well, that would be worth looking into, wouldn't it? I mean, yes, it would. But what about if you're also thinking, I don't even know what meter I have. Like, uh, what is it called, right? Maybe I have that one. I don't know. You don't. If you had the Contour Next One blood glucose meter, you would know. Do you want to know why? Because every time you looked at it, you would think, this is the best damn meter I've ever seen in my life. And it's super accurate. And I'm super excited. 
which is almost word for word what I think every time I see Arden's Contour Next One Meter. Really is super easy to hold, to use uh, at night or during the day. It's got a bright light. It's got a great screen for reading, even in the sunshine. The testing is accuracy personified. It's just the most accurate meter I've ever used. The test strips are fantastic. They offer second chance in case you hit the blood but don't get enough. You can go back in, get more without ruining the test strip or the accuracy of the test. It's a big deal. I don't think enough of us put effort or time into knowing about the meter that we have. Mostly it's just this thing the doctor gives you and you take it and don't think twice. But you could make the tiniest effort and get yourself a great meter, an accurate meter, the Contour Next One. Go to contournext.com forward slash juice box. You can buy it right there on that link or find out more. Check into how much the test strips might cost you in cash. It's maybe one of the best setup websites I've ever seen. I talked a little bit past the music there, but we're going to let that go and get back to Susan. Great experience, you know, but now, you, you know, now that looking back and hearing all the people that have been on your podcast, our experience was pretty, you know, normal, I guess. They, you know, the, the training, two days for like hours, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I remember my sister, I have a sister who's 10 years younger than me. And she was so sweet. She's a, she works in the schools. So she was off that week because it was a break. And she's like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to come. I want to listen to everything. I'm going to learn. See if someone else. I was like, so thankful for that. So she came and she sat with us and listened. But, um, but yeah, so we left with, uh, with pens, with pens. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no sense of a, a CGM or anything like that. Nothing like that was talked about. No, didn't even know what that was. Never heard of it. No. Do, do you have one now? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. How long did it take you to get that? And what drove you through it? She was, she was diagnosed in April and at the next, I'm sure I saw the doctor pretty soon after that. And then probably the next visit, which maybe was like May, May, June, maybe Mm -hmm. I remember going to the doctor when I, I I was showing her my logs of her blood sugar and Scott, I would, I was crazy. I would, test her like every two hours through the night i mean i I was testing her like she was like a pin cushion you know and the doctor looked at me and she's like what are you doing i said i'm testing her blood sugar i'm making sure she's okay and she's like oh no she goes we're getting we got we got to help you out here so that's when she was like we're getting you the dexcom and i was like oh what is that um so yeah so she she got it pretty soon after i'm gonna say in june she got the dexcom what was the um impetus for the frequent testing what were you which voice in your head were you calming down with that uh the one that was saying like i I was just so anxious and so nervous and okay so you know i'm a very anxious person um yeah i've yeah so that's that was it (laughs) were you thinking she was going to get low or that she was getting high or that or did it make you anxious just to not know what the number was at all it's a really good question and i I don't think I've ever thought of that, but looking back, probably just the not knowing what she was. Mm-hmm. And you know what, you know, what's funny, Scott, is I, I pulled out these papers in preparation for this, just kind of like look back and I ha- I still have all the papers of all the blood sugars and I highlighted the ones that were low. If I tell you how many eighties, 
77 were highlighted. Like back then, I thought that was low. I thought, you know, I thought that was a problem. Were you feeding her in 77 and 80? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 yeah, because I was told to. Hmm. I was told below, I think it was below 90 at that time. You would correct, wait 15 minutes, and then give a 15 gram which holy crap, if I did that now, forget it. <laughs> well, 15 grams at 90 would probably make her like 180, right? I know. Right. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> well, at least she wasn't low. Better high than low, Susan. <laughs> at least she wasn't low. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. But. Let's kill her tomorrow, not today. Dun, da, da, da. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> what a plan. But great plan. <laughs> plan i'm so fascinated so. you know i don't think i've gone down this road on the podcast in a while i find it fascinating that um that that could be the answer just the i don't do you know what i'm saying like we're gonna you I know, every day we cross the road with our eyes closed um mm-hmm. instead of doing it we just won't cross the road today we'll do it tomorrow right and then tomorrow. T- yeah, and tomorrow we'll get there and go, eh, maybe the next day, maybe the next day. But on the other oh. side of the road is our life that we can't get to, you know, can't, um, can't avoid that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just not, so know. instead of living, we'll stand here and in stasis, <laughs> not really do anything. We'll just, we'll just exist <laughs> right. eating snacks every time our blood sugar gets to 90. <laughs> and then one day in our thirties, we can start, you know, working right. on those, um, you know, on those horrible things that have happened to us. It's a right. it's really an odd, mm-hmm. an odd fix. Do you ever? It, it really is because now, obviously her management is a million times better. And I go in and the doctors, you know, she's like, I love her. She's like, you don't need my help. You know what you're doing, you know, which makes me feel good. I don't always agree with her. But if, if if I if she thinks everything's so great and she sees her numbers, then why is why are the other thing? Why I don't know. Is it because she was so newly diagnosed and they they don't want to? I, I don't know. Just yeah. why was that acceptable, well, right? I don't know. I, I, so pulling back the curtain, bigger picture. I get it. Like I get them not wanting to. Yeah. Have your kid have a seizure, right? Like right. Have these horrible low blood mm-hmm. sugars, but. But why not explain it so that maybe you might use four carbs instead of 15, right? Right. It was, the rules are so, it was like so set in stone, these rules. And I, oh my gosh, you tell me a rule, uh, I mean, I'm going to follow it. I'm a true rule follower. So I'm not going to deviate, I, right? I, so, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, you're not going to, like, it's going to be 15 carbs. And then you get caught in that weirdness of, um, and now all of a sudden your kid might as well have diabetes in 1985 again, because, you <laughs> yeah. know, we, because yeah. we're not taking advantage of any of the advancements or new understandings. We're just, we're back there right. to eat these 15 carbs. How many times have you given your kid food they didn't want? And then you look back and think, oh God, she didn't even need this. She didn't even need it. Right. Yeah. Right. I know. Oh my gosh. No, Crazy. No, it's okay. How long did it take you to figure it out that it was not the way to go? It took me um, longer, longer than I'm prouder to say. I don't know. Um, her diagnosis was, was very hard on, obviously hard on everybody. It was hard on me um, as, as a mom. I, you know, I went through a lot with that. So I just was, trying to keep her 
sounds very dramatic. Trying to keep her alive. I don't know. Just trying to keep her, you know, I know functioning and, you know, and doing the things she loved to do. Like that summer she went to camp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was crazy. You know, and she's doing all the, and the nurse at camp was said to me, we like to keep them no lower than 150. I was like, what? What? Like, you know, she's like, we, they're always running and they're doing this. And, and I just, at that time I said, Oh, okay. If that's your rule. Okay. Really you know? Good, so yeah. I don't know. Right, and then, then she started middle, middle school. Middle school was a very rough start with her diabetes. Um, all right, well, before, Not for her. Before you tell me about middle school, you just said a bunch of big things and then skipped right over them like we weren't going to talk no. about them. So, Hold on. Yeah, I do that. Sorry. That's okay. Don't be sorry. Um, <laughs> her diagnosis was really hard on you. How? Yeah. Um, I cried a lot. I, I, couldn't, um, I couldn't look at pictures of her prior to that. I... Um, I, my husband and I were, you know, we're a great team, great team at that time. I'm sure I was really difficult to live with because I, he was helping, but I would say he wasn't, you know, or, um, it was hard. And then I had, you know, I had a son and at the time he was in high school and he was playing baseball and. I said, I have to get to all of his games. I can't make him feel any, you know, less loved or less, you know, less attention. Mm -hmm. That was hard. Um, did you ever, I use, don't know. did you ever use your son's activities as an excuse to get away from diabetes? Not consciously, but like, I have to go to this baseball game now. So you all right. live here with diabetes while I go. Good question. I'm going to say no, because okay. she always came with me. Okay. So. That was another thing too. I feel like, you know, I didn't want to go anywhere without her. I didn't want to leave her. I didn't want to. And I, I mean, like she's a, she's a, she's a competitive dancer. So I would, I was back and a soccer player. I was back to sitting at practices for two hours or sitting at her re rehearsals mm. in the car when I used to just drop her off. So I felt very, I felt like my life was never going to get back to normal, I guess. Maybe. Can I ask you, um, in those times you were sitting outside of things, how often did mm -hmm. you have to spring into action and do something? Like what? Hardly percent? ever. Yeah. How come you not, Isn't that funny? Like no. looking back, hardly ever. Well, I knew that was going to be your answer. That's why I'm asking. So, it, right? Yeah. You know, it's. The drama part yeah. is, um, you said, right. you said, um, like, this is going to sound dramatic. And you made me think of every once in a while, I'll see somebody online say, um, I saved my daughter's life with a cookie or something like that. And I'm like, right, 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 right. God, right. do you mean that? Right. Or are you just trying to like, like right. make the point? Right. Like, I, I hope right. you're just trying to make the point that the carbs. Yes. Like, I wonder where this is at. You know what I mean? And not to say that mm -hmm. there haven't been times that people's blood sugars are falling, you know, and they're really, and you really are maybe saving their life. But how right. many, how right. many people are saying that when their bl kid's blood sugar is 90 because of the direction they were given by their doctor? Like how many people have, Right. blood sugar's not falling reaches 90 and they're like i just saved my daughter's life with an oreo cookie I'm like actually you just <laughs> right. push their blood sugar right. back up again but I, actually actually you might just push it back up but okay yeah, we'll go with this that could be an opposite thing of what you're saying here i'm not certain you know um but right. that drama right. feels so real I, i'm gonna be honest with you i you know 
I know what you're talking about. I would say, I you know, when I you, when you asked me that, yeah. when you asked me that, like how many times I had to jump in and help her, I never thought about that. And honestly, I, yeah, you know, I don't yeah. think I ever did. At one point you could have been like, <laughs> Hey, you know, I keep staying here cause I think you're going to die, but you're not dying. So, so I, I guess I'll just go get, home. <laughs> yeah. Get out of this car and do something else. Yeah. Is it at least Which a great obviously, car? It, like she was like a great uh, it's, comfortable it's, it's, it's comfortable. Okay, it's that's comfortable. good. That's good. <laughs> but uh, uh, listen, obviously, I did get to that point, and you know, and I leave her. She she sleeps over. She, you know, I we're obviously at a, a great spot now with all of that. But mm-hmm. so that was part of it too. It was hard, and then like I, I would just anytime she was very high, it was more the highs. I would just I would just blame myself, and I'm, what did I do wrong, and I can't hear the beeping anymore. I'm going to go crazy and you know, that kind of stuff. Overnight. That was part you, of it. You so. couldn't, you, can't, oh. you couldn't hear the CGM anymore. Oh, I, well, not that I couldn't hear it. I did hear it and I wanted to throw it out the window. You know, oh. it just was, it was, it was driving me crazy and I didn't know how to fix it. I really didn't. And so, so let's, and then you came that. along. Hold on a second. Let's not get to where the Messiah comes just yet. Let's talk about the rest <laughs> of it. Um, God, I hope people know I'm kidding about that. That's not the point. Here we go. Uh, they do. They when, do. No, I don't know. Some of them don't. <laughs> when the beep, so you're getting to a point where you're getting an alarm and mm-hmm. you're resentful of it. Oh my gosh. That was in percent. Yes. Because I would look at it and be like, be like, shut up. What are you doing? <laughs> Leave I have me alone. To sleep. Well, you're, you're my age and yes. you're like just a year younger than I am. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I couldn't keep going forever the way I was going. Like, like it was like the, the no right. sleep part is really detrimental in a way that you don't mm-hmm. imagine it's going to be at first. At first you almost think you're doing it. You're like, oh, right. other people need sleep. Apparently not me. I'm, I must have a special mm-hmm. constitution. And then right. you start snapping at people and being not yourself and you're working at a percentage less than what you usually mm-hmm. are in your mind. And then you're laying there one day and you're like, I can't get up. And that thing mm-hmm. beat and you were like, what? Like, I'm going to burn. I want to just lock all the doors and windows and set the house on fire. Like how, how. What Maybe. Was, yeah. No. You know, it, it, and for me, it was like, I just can't cry all day. I can't <laughs> like, I can't do this anymore. Cause I would, I would be crying just, because I was tired, like, you know, yeah. it's like, I, I've got to stop. I got to stop. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I would definitely seek advice from our diabetes educator and my doctor and they definitely did help, but, um, just no, nobody explains it the way you do. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know. Well, it's, I mean, we, we've had enough conversations know. on the show with doctors right. and they, they talk about why they think that it doesn't happen. And, you know, I've had people yeah. on and I've never pushed them. And I think that in the con the course of the conversation, you can hear that they don't understand it well enough to explain it or that right. sometimes they're caught in this, like this cycle of, right. you know, their job is just get you in, check this thing, hit all the checklists they need for insurance, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then you know, I don't know, show me one of your lows. Uh, try turning this dial here. I'll see you in three months. Right. Like, like that whole thing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do think 
that they're just they're throwing darts a lot of times mm -hmm. in the dark and just hoping they hit something and that's just not a real reasonable way to take care of all this. Um, I so I have a lot of um, empathy for the situation that they're in, and I oh I I I, I understand. I agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. I I still want to try it myself. I still want to like, you know, almost like <laughs> almost like speed dating for diabetes. Like I would love to sit in a room for a whole day and see if twenty minutes at a time I could figure things out or not. Like oh, I have no doubt you could. I would like that. I would be exhausted you, you, when it was over though. You've already done that, so you know you could do that. Yeah, but it it would still be fun, like a little exercise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh like diabetes Olympics, kind of for me. I love it. Yeah, like a mathlete <laughs> situation almost where you would just give me questions and I'd be like this, that, this, that. Um but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe I would maybe I would do that and then think, Oh geez, those people are doing the best they can. It's a horrible situation. Um but then again nah. I, I don't understand <laughs> I don't understand then why you wouldn't stop it. Like why do you keep saying, Well, we'll right. come back and try to cross the street tomorrow? Like why wouldn't you say this right. thing we're doing doesn't work? Like it would just seem right. obvious to go to the, the head of the practice and say, Hey, you know, we're mm -hmm. not really helping anybody. Right. Like I went to medical school and now I'm wasting my life in this fluorescent box, sort of pseudo helping people. Like we're right. all we're all here. I had to get up in the morning. Why don't we do do it better than this? You know, like that's how we, it would strike me. Right. I know. Yeah. yeah so like her, I think her aortic were probably all in the eights for a long time, mm -hmm. and they were fine with that. They yeah, were. The doctors were okay with eights. Yeah, they were. They, you know, they were. They were. You know, they, they. They were more like, it's, you know, it's good. We'll try and do, you know, try and do better, I guess. I, actually, no, I feel like they were like, no, you're good. And again, I don't know, maybe it was because it's like the first year or so. And I don't know. But even that's just ambiguous. Like, it's just. It's, I know. I agree. Yeah. I know. Especially when you can Google what's the A1C of a person who doesn't have right. diabetes and it tells you and you go, Oh, that seems right. to be significantly oh, different than, oh, what than what we have over here. You know? Um, right. I remember mm -hmm. the first time I realized that um, at Arden's appointments, they'll find a low blood sugar to, to warn you about. And I realized that that's a liability thing now. Yes, I'm I, sure. It didn't mm -hmm. strike me. I mean, no one's told me this. This is my, my concept is that they go, Oh, I see a low here. What happened here? And mm -hmm. I've now learned to answer like a robot. Like I go, Oh, <laughs> let me see that. And I lean over and I go, mm -hmm. that's a compression low. That's not real. That's not real. Right. Or I'll lean over and I'll right. go, Oh, that's 65 at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, I know what that is. Do yeah. you see the bolus here at 10 PM? Right. <laughs> right. And see how the blood sugar was 140. We had a sticky blood sugar. It broke loose, blah, blah, blah. And then I stopped. Yeah. I don't over explain it. I just explain it. And, right. and they don't go. They, the, the next answer isn't, well, I think you should do this or change that. They just go, no. okay. And then they make some notes. And I'm right. like, oh, this is hmm. all just for insurance. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Can I yeah. just get the insurance? Can I just get the prescription now for the insulin so I can go? Yeah. Can we just. We just move on. <laughs> we're going to go to lunch. Actually, we're going to leave here and yeah. get waffles and, and chicken. <laughs> and uh, Right. Yeah. And we're going to bowl us an insane amount of insulin and eat it. <laughs> and, and, and it's, and it's going to work. <laughs> it's definitely going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go. Like, I, I really I want to get out of here. Um, 
but I, oh so then goodness. again, I understand, right? If that's the, yeah, it's almost all this. It's the thing about life I hate the most. Like I hate that unspoken dance part. Like, you know, when you're lying to someone mm-hmm. and they know you're lying and mm-hmm. you know that they know you're lying and they right, know right. that you know that they know that you're lying. <laughs> and yet for some <laughs> reason we're still doing it. It's still, but it's still going on. Mm-hmm. It's maddening to me. I, I really, yeah. I really just, uh, I find it distasteful, but okay. Uh, all right, Susan, fair is fair. Okay. How do you find the podcast? I love the podcast. How do I find it? So I found it on a Facebook group, definitely a Facebook group. I knew you were going to ask me this question. I really don't remember when I first started listening, but I do remember when I really listened religiously mm-hmm. was um, during the, the pandemic, like when that first, so her, her one year anniversary was April of 2000, which is right when the, yeah, right when everything started, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I would walk, I walk, I always was, I used to, you know, I always like to walk anyway, but I would walk and I would listen to you mm-hmm. uh, every, every, every day. And like every day. That's important. <laughs> Everybody should be listening to me every day. That's um, what I think. Every day. <laughs> like to the point that when this is to the point that when I go to the track, if I don't listen to you, it feels weird. Like, I feel like I'm, Oh, the, like the experience has been ruined because I'm not there. <laughs> and I feel like I'm doing, I'm, I'm being rude to you. But <laughs> that, you know, listen, that's an important feeling. Don't let go of that one. All of you. If you're, yeah. if you so, are at no, a time, we, yeah, you should be listening. If you could be listening and you're not, you're letting me down directly. That's important to know. <laughs> Just so you know. Also, listen so, yeah, to the ads so, yeah. and listen to the end. Okay. There's some oh, important metrics. I listen to the variants. Thank you. I just listened to your. You won this morning with Patrick in California. Oh my God, I want to meet him. He's hysterical. <laughs> I don't even think he was funny on purpose. I, I think that's oh just exactly. He was, he was amazing. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, so funny. That's excellent. I'm glad you like it. There's times where I'll record episodes and I'll be like, people aren't going to like this, and that was one of them. I was like worried, and then I when I re-listened oh, and I did the edit, I was like, what was I thinking about? I was like, he was terrific. You know. Oh no, he was so honest and he was great. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. He was. Well, I, it makes me feel good so. that you listen. I also want to say we're beyond mm-hmm. this far enough now. It's um, October 2021. When mm-hmm. the when the pandemic uh, hit initially, mm-hmm. there was this idea amongst a lot of people who made podcasts that, well, we're going to scale back now because people aren't going to listen as much, and I don't want to huh. waste, and I don't want to waste my content. And I want you all to know that when you thought that. I started putting out an extra episode every week because I was like, this is not how this is going to go. People are going to listen to more podcasts and yeah, I'm have I, content for them. I wonder why they would think that. May I, I say, Susan, I think it's because they're morons and they don't know what they're talking about and they don't have well, the vibe for what's happening. But I let's just, go with that. <laughs> I'm taking full credit for this. I was I saw that moment. I was like, no, this is not the right idea. We should be leaning Mm-mm. into this with content, not leaning away from it. No. Yeah. I listen to you every day. Yeah, no, uh-uh. A lot of uh-uh. people picked up the show during coronavirus, which I'm not yeah. ce- celebrating. I would rather have fewer listeners and us all not have COVID. But um, but that is- You know what? I, I found it before that. I just, it was just so much more time, right? So I just, time. that's yeah. what it was. I found it before that, but I listened more religiously yeah. um, during that time. Well, while you, so, were, yeah. while you were figuring out 
that you wanted to listen to the podcast with your free time, I was learning how to smoke meat. So we were all did something That's right. different that we didn't have time right. for previously. Yes. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I, I do a little smoke every week and I leave something in the refrigerator <laughs> and I just take little slices from it throughout my days and take little pieces. It's lovely. That sounds lovely. It is really a little pink. And by the way, the my, my kids tell me the word lovely is an old person's word. Well, they can go to hell. Too. And you just said it. And I said it. <laughs> They can go to hell too. What do you think of that? Them and the the podcasters <laughs> who thought they shouldn't put out podcasts during COVID. <laughs> right. You're all wrong. What do you think of that? Lovely is a wonderful wrong. word. It is. It invokes um it invokes a softness and a concern. It is exciting <laughs> and it means you know that something is exceptional and kind. Yes. It's, it's a very good yes. word. If people don't use it, it's I, their detriment. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> your kids, your kids are wondering oh, the new, when the new Drake album's coming out. They don't know anything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you live on the island yep. or no? I do. I live on the island. Yep. I was born here. I live here. My husband said he'd never live here, but he's lived here for twenty five years. So, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you do? Wear a bikini when you asked him if you wanted to go to Long Island? How did that work out? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> how'd you get him out? You know how you did it. Don't act like you don't know now that we're all older. <laughs> Don't be so coy. I know. Um, Come on out yeah. to the island. <laughs> oh, so it makes it makes me wonder if people listening to this might. I don't know. I don't think I have an accent, but I'm sure many people are going to think I do. Yours is pretty light. Right? Yours is pretty light. Okay. I just interviewed right. um, a mother son combination who lives on Long Island mm-hmm. as well. Oh, fun! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and hers is very. Um, hers is more severe than yours is. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I'm not too severe. All, all, no, you know what I mean. Severe is in. I know, I know, I know. Are you going to give me crap too, Susan? <laughs> I, well, listen, I'm, I'm already married. Okay, <laughs> there are plenty of people over here that have that covered. You don't need to give me crap. I'm, no. If you're worried that I'm living my whole life just free and happy, and okay, that I'm the guy. Point you taken. Think I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm about to leave this room and be told what I'm doing wrong today. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not even seen over my and wife over yet. again. I'm assuming there's a list of things I've already done wrong, and I have not laid eyes on my wife yet today. <laughs> so, but um, oh, that's funny. So, 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 okay. So you find the podcast. That's so, fine. Yes. Does mm-hmm. that make you feel like, like, what happens next? Do you start thinking, oh, those things I was thinking, maybe they're real, or did you did you think I've never heard any of this stuff before? I've never even had these thoughts before. I've never heard any of these things before Okay. more um, at the time. So she got a pump. We're on the Omnipod. She got the pump in January. So a little, almost a little less than a year, year I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That she was diagnosed. Um, so no, listening to the podcast, like you would say words that I remember I had heard them, but didn't know what they meant. Um, even the word bolus, I didn't know what that meant. Um, I was, I was still under the impression, like the rules they tell you, you, you cook only correct every three hours. You, you know, you, all those little rules. So I, I would sit and look at a 300 blood sugar because I had to wait three hours, you know? Um, so, so yeah, it was it was more things I hadn't heard before. How and it you, just, it really, it blew my mind. <laughs> how do you make the leap then? Like, how do you, 
How do you get to the edge of the road and go, no, my, my Sherpa told me we'll try again tomorrow. We've been doing it for three years like this, but I, I'm very confident that tomorrow is going to come. And then you're, you're, you're indoctrinated. And then someone comes along and says the exact opposite of what, what you've been told. Like, how do you break free? Is it that you're not seeing success? And so it seems worth the effort or risk? I, I look, well, I just couldn't, I didn't want to do this anymore. And the, 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 one of the things that stuck with me, so I, I think our our Dexcom is set for 80 as a low. And are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. 300 as a high. 300. <laughs> Perfect. That's excellent. Yeah. Is that the most r- ridiculous thing you ever heard? I mean, it is, so, it's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I didn't know that that... <sighs> Not uncommon, just weird. You know, so when you... One of the things that you said in trying to lower your blood sugar, one of the tips, obviously we know if you listen is to tighten your range, because if your range is tighter, it'll just, it's eventually going to get there. So that's the first thing I did. I, I tightened the range on the Dexcom. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I don't know. I think I just said to myself, no, I'm just going to try something different. Yeah, I'm just going to try something different. I'm yeah. going to, and, and and because she was on a pump, it's just much easier to, you know, add some insulin here, add some there, um, the play range, around with things. Yeah, the range thing is super important because it really is, it's tricking you into doing what you need to do to begin with. So if you right. let, if you let the range be 300, then obviously the blood sugar, you can not pre-bolus, you can miss, right. miss on your carb count for your meal and ignore mm-hmm. the rise and still feel like, well, it's doing what I expect because I expect right. that it's going to go to 300. And so that's right. that that's all okay. Once you start saying mm-hmm. to yourself, I, I can't let this get over 150, now right. suddenly you have to start using insulin differently. And you have mm-hmm. to start being more aggressive if it tries to go up. You, you Then it forces you to start thinking about, well, why is it going up to begin with? I mean, I'm trying to, to stop it from getting to 150, and it makes you then believe in trying to pre-bolus or being mm-hmm. flexible around meals and understanding the different right. impacts of different foods so that you can make a better bolus. And and then all that right. stuff, it just tricks you into, I mean, it, it you know, you can hear the, the, the pro tip series and mm-hmm. it'll make sense to you, I hope, and it'll help you. But mm-hmm. setting that expectation down is a real, is a real big part of that. And then you start getting oh, what huge. you expect. And then you can say, mm-hmm. well, I, o- I always get what I expect. I expect 180. I wonder what would happen right. if I expected 150. And then I wonder what right. would happen, et cetera, et cetera, until you can just like, right. do that. Yeah. No, huge, huge. And yeah, 100%. Cool. Um, so Not hard? So yeah. You didn't struggle to figure it out? Like it just worked? No, no. And I... Um, it just worked. Uh, there is still, I mean, I still have room for improvement. I, I really don't. Do you have a new episode coming out about fatty foods? I just don't quite, I haven't quite gotten a hold of that. Like the effect that certain foods yeah, there's can one have. Out, there's one out now. Um, you okay. You don't know it? With but, the, um, it was with me and a Canadian lady named Michelle. Michelle. Okay. Hold on. I'll find, um, I'll find the name for you while you're talking. Go ahead. But yeah, that that's, you know, on my list to really understand. And then obviously I, 
I'd like to do the new, when the new Omnipod comes out and connects with your Dexcom, obviously I'd like to do that. The, your, the DIY looping mm-hmm. completely intimidates me. I, I've looked at, I've read about it. I've listened. It's almost like a different language to me. I don't know if I just don't have that mind. I don't know. It's very overwhelming. To yeah, me. I understand that. As much as I'd like to do it, um, so it's okay. I'll. I'll I like. I'll I like wait. when the real tech savvy people go. It's all written right out there. I'm like in a oh bunch my gosh. of words. I don't know, but okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other challenge I have, and it's a big one, is school for her. Um, she, her num. Put it this way: I know when she has a test. I could look. I could look at her graph. I'm like, oh, yep, she has a test right now. Right. You know, and I don't know how to handle that. I don't know. Sometimes it goes up and comes right back down. Sometimes it goes up and then it just stays there. But then I'm afraid to give her insulin because what if then she crashes? It's like this whole, and she's a freshman in high school. So we're just, you know, we're just starting out with all of that. So that's my, that's my challenge right now. It is because I feel like every day is kind of different sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a little exhausting i don't know yeah so you're so first of all you want episode 471 it's called bolusing insulin for fat oh perfect 471 okay yeah. good i wrote it down and thank you it's really it's really really super helpful it, you know okay good in a sentence um the fat the grams of fat in some foods that you eat like french fries or like stuff like mm-hmm. that you can all, there's a formula to figure out how much insulin those grams need and need extra okay and mm-hmm. about when to put them in so that that's the other thing too the timing of it right mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah um that, mm-hmm. that's that the thing for school is tough because i mean what are you gonna do you're gonna you're gonna have your daughter write down a list of when her tests happen i mean well i know so i mean i'm in i don't know i'm increasing her basil i increase her basil every morning when she goes to school right i don't know <laughs> is that helping um yeah some days it helps sure but also breakfast is also a very big challenge here do you know that i have to dose her i get up at six o'clock and i number one increase her basil for the day and then i dose her for breakfast she doesn't eat breakfast till probably close to seven because her blood sugar will just stay there (laughs) it's so stubborn what's her number at six o'clock when you're putting in the insulin what's the number then like this morning, it was 120, I think. And morning. it takes an hour to get to what? I mean, I'd love to wait until it's like arrow down somewhere like in the 90s, 80s, but we don't have time sometimes to do that. So I think she ate today. And it was like 101, maybe. So it took it took a, an hour for her blood sugar to go. Almost an hour. One. Yes. Is there a reason you don't just upper basal at like 530 to try to? accomplish mm. that without you having to wake up that's a good see i'm so glad i came on this podcast that's <laughs> smart because that that would do it so i would only need that during the week but that's fine because i can have two di- okay yeah, yeah that would week, make sense right a weekend mm-hmm. and a weekday um right basal mm-hmm. profile um and just think about like you know, I that mean, I don't sense. know if it's five o'clock or five thirty in the morning or yeah. whatever, and you up the basil to the daytime rate ahead of time. Mm. So, so you're making that really, you're doing what everybody does, right? You think she doesn't 
wake her her what time does she wake up in the morning well when i go in there at six she's usually kind of like starting to get up and then you know she gets up within the next 10 minutes or so when to get her, ready or whatever when does her daytime basal rate start right now i that's a that's i i don't know okay well whenever <laughs> it starts I, I don't you know, know. Just to su- just make sure. I mean, have it start a little sooner, and then you can get some insulin active, right. extra insulin active through that six seven o'clock period, which then should make your bait your bolus for the meal more instantly. Uh, it'll you, you should see its impact qu- more quickly because right now right. You're, you're putting in a bolus that is being eaten up by that correction bolus at six is being eaten up by the, the unmet basal need from overnight. Of course it is. Yeah. You taught me that. Right. Why didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just, used okay. to, I'm just used to talking about this stuff. It just pops into my head. <laughs> if you think, All if right. you that, think I'm looking at sense. a spreadsheet right now that says if this, no, I know that, you're not. <laughs> trust me, you guys, if I bump my head one time, this podcast is gone. <laughs> like, just, I, I'll, like oh, Scott forgot everything. We're screwed. Go back and listen to the old ones then. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I would okay. do that. I would. No, that I, makes sense. I don't know when I would start it. I, you might have to. Right. Fuss, fuss with no, I'll figure that figure out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, so be aggressive right. through there. Probably then you'll be able to. I'm going to guess you're going to be able to make your your meal bowl. It's more like six thirty or so. Right. Yeah. Because usually like a half hour is usually good. Okay. And then you're on your. All own. right. So that oh, I'm going to try that. Thank you. Right. What else can I fix? Anything else? Um. I don't know. The thing with the test at school? Yes. I don't some, know what to do about that. Sometimes it goes because up it, like and I comes said, back. It, 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 it's like, it, I never know. How, when you say <laughs> sometimes it goes up and it comes back, how long until it comes back? When it does that, it's not long at all. That's how I know that that was definitely like a, a, a quiz or a quick test quick or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel, I don't know if it's my imagination, but I feel like as soon as that bell rings, I could look at her. Blood sugar at two fifteen. Low. All of a sudden, that that arrow is going down already. Yeah. Like it's so Susan. So I'm, I know it's school. Yeah, it's the yes. it's the adrenaline slash stress mm-hmm. slash whatever life mm-hmm. impact. Right. And you're meeting it probably with a heavier basal, which yeah. is which is great because during those hours it's working, and then mm-hmm. as soon as that it's like falling asleep, like like mm-hmm. Arden's blood sugar yesterday. Oh my God, Arden's been sick for a while now. She's got a. Oh, you said that on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling affectionately calling it kennel cough because they all got back together at, <laughs> at school and now they're all coughing. Um, it's like when you take your dog to a kennel and then it comes home and it's like, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I'm calling it kennel cough. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that she's thrilled with my estimation of what's wrong with her, but screw her. I'm trying to amuse myself mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? So um, I gotcha. She's uh, for the the beginning of it really not very sick, just like this cough. Mm-hmm. And now it's right. a little more head pressure. Like Arden is taking like Advil, cold and sinus in the evening. Right. Arden's not mm-hmm. a medicine person. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you hand Arden a pill and she takes it without complaining, she doesn't feel well. Right. 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 So she's taking that. Her, her blood sugars have been difficult through this. Uh, on top of that, we're switching from one um, birth control pill to a different kind of pill so all right that's challenging so mm-hmm. she's in the middle of like you know three weeks of like right you know bleeding while this pill like makes sense in her body and we don't even know if it's oh, gonna the, work it's you know anyway the poor girl the, yeah that's tough. hard it's tough um mm-hmm. all this is happening 
I'm we're being as Arden's also trying to learn how to take care of herself better as college is getting closer. So sure. we're letting her see mm-hmm. this part too. And we were doing okay yesterday. I was like, oh, this is good. Like it's getting better. And I actually made some of her settings weaker because I'm like, maybe this cold is changing, but I'm not seeing mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the you know, the blood sugars aren't fighting the way they were over the last couple of days. And I said to my wife, I was like, I just figured out to turn these settings back at like 10 p.m. She's going to get low when she falls asleep. And she mm. fell asleep and her blood sugar went right to 60. And wow. I was like, come on. And the, um, I'm trying, I want to go to bed too. <laughs> so I was like, here, I gave her a banana. She ate half a banana. And it helped. It, her blood sugar went from sixty to sixty three, and back to sixty again. And, <laughs> and at this point, she's got no basil going because I'm trying to, you know, make right. the, the adjustment from the one to the other. I gave her some juice, sixty, sixty eight, and sixty. And I was like, back all, right, 60. all right, okay, sixty seems to be the number. Um, mm-hmm. And so. I was like, oh, let me wait a little bit because the last thing I want is for this food to catch up and be a problem. Well, yeah. It didn't happen. She's right. like sitting at like 63, 64, now 45 minutes right. later. I'm like, all right, more banana. Now she's been asleep for a while. She wakes up mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, I need you to take two bites of this banana and a sip of juice. And in a complete blackout sleep, she goes, those flavors are not going to go together well. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Sorry. Life. I was like. Things are tough all over. Here, a banana, banana. And then I gave her the juice, and she sips the juice. She goes, mm, no, 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 no. And I was like, one more big one. Just knock it down real quick. And she does it, and I shake the box, and I'm like, oh, I need her to drink a little more. I said one more time, mm-hmm. and she goes, nope. And I was like, nope. okay. Oh, my gosh. So about an hour later, she was 77 and moving up. Okay. And I was like, I'm going okay. to bed. So I, uh, yeah. So I fell asleep. And then I heard a little beeping, which indicated to me on my wife's phone that she had gotten back to 70 again. Mm-hmm. And then I stayed there for a second with my eyes closed five more minutes, and my phone didn't beep. My phone's at 65. So I thought, ooh, she's, right. she's going to find stability at 70. I'm like, great. And then I all right. And then I then I went to sleep. And then that took a number of hours out of my life last night, which is why I woke up and ran right in here to talk to you. Um, Look at that. I think I'm awake now. Uh you are, but I'm not. Yeah, sure. you're awake. You think so? I, I'm not certain. Yeah, so. um, you sound it. <laughs> I am hungry, but mm, I'm intermittent yeah. fasting, so I have another hour to go before I can eat. All right, it's lunchtime. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting close. So the thing at school. So I mean, if she pops up and pops right back, I wouldn't think twice about that, honestly. Right. No. But because um, that was happening a lot in middle school. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like she'll do that, and it kind of sticks, and it's it's like annoying. Yeah, well, when it sticks, I'd, I'd bolus it. Right. Do you guys text okay. during the day? That's all we do, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's stuff yeah. I would hit. Arden's, so. Arden's blood sugar is a little sticky before you and I started talking at like 135. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it was going to come down to me. I was like, oh, it's going to come down. And I had it in my heart to, to, to try this one bolus. And then I said to Arden, I'm like, no, just do this instead. And then it didn't work. I should have done what I was thinking. I wanted to do a unit. Should have done it. I wanted to do a unit and mm-hmm. a half, and I ended up doing like 0.9. And I was like, oh, I messed this up. So it's unlike you. Well, I was just awaking and worried about you. I was like, I got to go do that thing now with Susan. That thing. Yeah, with Susan. <laughs> I got to have a conversation about her being 
You know, in your note, you <laughs> called yourself. Um, let me see. Do you remember? Oh God, what did I say? Oh, it was just the way you. I just remember my. I just remember the subject was pick me, pick me, pick me. You people. Are, <laughs> That's what I wrote. So sad. You just just send a note. I'll let you on the podcast if you're not a lunatic. Um, you said you said that um you had trouble forgiving yourself for not being perfect. Yeah. So I want to know about that before we're done. Um, probably where my daughter gets it from. Although my husband's a little bit like that too. Um, I don't know why. I, um, I don't know. I, I'm a rule follower. I like to, I like acceptance. I like, pleasing people i like everything to be a certain way um i what way do you like them to be whatever the case is just like in the house it's got to be this has to go here and i sound like a little crazy but i'm really not i'm not like for example (laughs) i used to be i'm not I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher before okay. I had my children. I taught sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And you know how when they're in, you know, they're young like that, you give out like class jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't like doing that because <laughs> oh. I wanted to do everything myself. <laughs> oh, Susan, you're a control freak. A, a little bit, right? Yeah. So that's part of it too. A little bit like that as well. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel, I, I, yeah, I felt like, Right, well, how far do you want to try to go into understanding this? Yeah, because I feel like I'm really not making any no, sense no, no, right no, now. No, no, you, you made a lot of sense. I'm just, I'm wondering if you really want to talk about it or not. Did your parents? No, I don't care. Did your parents fight? <laughs> did your parents openly fight a lot? Um, no, no, no. But when they did, no, my parents have been married fifty plus years. They're, they're awesome. They're, you know, that's great fine. parents. Awesome. Um, so no. Okay. So um, you didn't. Um, yeah. Was there a? Uh, any of your family members have an illness? Is there something that turned your life upside down when you were younger? No. Dad you're going to ask like, me all those questions that I'm probably going to say no to everything. And then fine. you're going to be say, what's wrong with you? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking for a reason why you would want right, to keep I know. things orderly. Yeah, I don't know. Something happened. You get lost once in a mall, like anything traumatic when you were younger. No. Is your mom like this? Or your dad? A little bit. Little yeah. Bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was yeah. she was planning for your daughter's diabetes in the 80s. <laughs> when, so. when I was like 12. So that's yeah. Good. yeah. When you were um, 12, she's like, one day you're going to have a daughter and you're going to need to know about this <laughs> peeing thing. Please listen to me closely. <laughs> um, listen carefully. Were you allowed to make decisions as a child or were you overridden by your family a lot? Hmm. I was allowed to make decisions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm one of four. Yeah. Ooh, are you the yeah. youngest or the oldest? I I'm number three. I have two older brothers, and then I have a um, a younger sister. Did you feel responsible yeah. for them when they when you were younger? Oh, now you're getting somewhere. Yes, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. My sister is ten years younger than me, so I was ten when she was born. My brothers were older. Um, one is three years older than four years older than another three years old than that. So yes. And when my sister was born, 
we were just talking about this. She was just over the other night and we we're talking about this. I, yeah, I, I, she was a large responsibility for me when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was more of like your ward than your sister. <laughs> and your parents, she was little. And yes. your parents had done this with three kids already. And they were like, that one probably won't die. And they didn't pay much attention to her. <laughs> Maybe. Right. So you felt responsible for her. I did though. I did in many ways feel responsible for her. I did. And I almost in a very strange way still do. Like on, I remember on her wedding day, I felt like it was my child getting married. It was weird. Mm. So yeah. Seriously. Yeah. We're getting to it. Do you want to keep going? I have time. Sure. I'm not and I love her to death. She's my best friend. I oh, love her. Of course she is. Yeah. But, but you, yeah, that's interesting. You mm-hmm. made her. Yeah. Look how proud you are. Look, 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 look at that. Right. <laughs> Do you feel a little right? like that, that her successes are yours a little bit? Um, she's a great mom. She has two little babies, cutest things in the world. Mm-hmm. And she's so kind. And she always says, you know, that she looks up to me and that, you know, I'm a great mom, you know, those kinds of things. So I do feel good about that. I do. Did you make, she her, really is did a you make her crazy like you or is she more laid back? She's going to be more she's laid back. She's so much more laid back. And do you know why? Oh my gosh, why? Because she had you to worry about things. Yeah, there you go. How come nobody was worrying about things for you, Susan? (laughs) I don't know. Why don't you guess my brothers? They should have done that. No, they weren't going to do it. They're boys. (laughs) Yeah, true. You needed your parents to do it, but they couldn't because they grew up in a time where that's not how they parented. Right. Yeah, true, true, right? Super Mm -hmm. simple to understand. Uh, Our psychologies are like almost like, I mean, look, I'm not taking anything away from you therapists, but. I mean, look, I, I just do a <laughs> podcast and I'm figuring it out. So um, you are, yeah. I know. So, okay. So, but now you've passed yeah. this on to your daughter. Um, yes. And I think she's, a, she's a very good combination of both of my husband and I, mm-hmm. but uh, my husband is also very, oh, he's, he's so good. He's so organized. He's so, um, I'm not, I don't want to say seeks perfection, but it, I would say the small part kind of does. Like he's very, you know, he's very good at what he does. He only does the best. He only put out his best work. He only, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Who, who does your daughter feel responsible for? She just got a guinea pig. So maybe her guinea pig. No, nah, it's either you <laughs> or your husband. Which is it? <laughs> uh, me, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could help right? her to not have to feel responsible for you? We're like three answers away from you having a granddaughter who's carefree like your sister. So just keep thinking. Okay. <laughs> that's a, you know, God, that's a really good question. Yeah. She probably does feel that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Course. Right. Yeah. So what do we do? She probably, I don't know. What do we do, Scott? Well, before it's too late. <laughs> yeah. You've got a couple of years here before she's going to start talking to boys and that's going to be the end of it. So I know. Yeah. And then she's going to try to control their life and make them miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah uh well i don't know like i mean it, you you know your own life like what what right. what could you it's not what you could do it's what you could uh, generally speaking it's going to be what you have to stop doing like so i don't know what those things are right you're right there's something right. about you that makes her feel if we're right about all this that makes mm-hmm. her feel like you need her and not in a way where like on my mom's like you know, my mom and I are on the same wavelength and I can see when she's right. There's something specific that she needs that, that you need that you aren't getting. And it's obvious to other people. 
It's so interesting. If it's sexism, we can finish, fix that very easily. Just tell your husband. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Just stop it. Just stop <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you're really now worried your kids are going to hear this, aren't you? <laughs> now I'm blushing. Do you think they've ever heard you have sex? <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I thought to ask you, know, you earlier during this control conversation a question that I didn't, stop it. That I didn't ask you. So <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. I should start making you know, lists of questions I don't ask and just read them at the end of the at the end of the episode. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> All right, but go ahead. So, so yeah, listen, we're ahead. we're complicated beings. We really are, right? I, yeah. And and I and in my mind, you know, I, I I you know, you think you're doing everything right, right? You think you're doing all the things you're supposed to do, and in the right way here's my not that i not that i not that i don't think i i know i'm not perfect obviously but you know you, you're just trying your best right you're right. just trying to do your best oh no no i'm not saying you're doing a bad job I'm, I'm just, no i know no, i know i know that you know, i know relax, relax. Uh, i'll tell you no that i know that for some insight i assume i'm doing most of the things wrong but i think i'm doing them right <laughs> i assume i assume everything i'm doing is probably could be better but not in a way that makes me mm-hmm. crazy just in a way that right. makes me keep wondering about what keep. what else is there. Does that make sense? I like that. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite yeah. my favorite thought exercise is to is to take a subject that I don't know any that I, you know that I don't have a full grasp of, think about it up until the ceiling of my understanding, and then just to kind of wonder what's on the other side of it because there's more. I just don't know what it is. Right, and I like to wonder what it is, and I, it's a pretty useless exercise, but I enjoy doing that. I enjoy wondering what I don't know about things, and part of that has led me to believe that even when I'm appear to be doing a good job, even when mm-hmm. things appear to be going right, there's more that I don't know about that very well may have made things better. Better, mm-hmm. but I, but I'm not bothered by the idea. I'm intrigued by it. You're intrigued. That's all. Like I know You're I'm very doing intriguing. A good job. I know I'm doing a good job, like you said. Like I know I'm doing mm-hmm. my best. Um right. when I know I'm not doing my best, I try to write that ship pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um and like you said, people are complicated. There's times when you just you're doing things and you're like, I shouldn't be saying this, and it just comes out anyway. Mm-hmm. So right. there's all that. But anyway, it's not too late so. for you to keep your daughter and help her mellow out a little bit. Is she not mellow? Um no, she's no, she's mellow. She's, she's right. good. Yeah, I could be completely wrong about all this, by the way. No, I know you could. No, but it, but it also, you know, I don't know, made me think a little bit. Yeah, just you know. keep in mind that while we're doing this, I just received a note from a listener while we're talking that congratulates <laughs> me on how I spoke to a person in a recent episode, and, she, and she's like, "Wow, you really helped that person." I was like, "Oh, that's nice." I might have gotten all like so hard stuff. I saw that pop up in front of me. I was like, I could just help Susan too, probably right now. I have you just help me too. I have the time. Who else? Why not? <laughs> Can you imagine? That's great. No. Yeah. Well, I think you listen, it sounds like you have a nice setup. I do want to ask you about um like what's the division of care between you and your daughter? Like where do you think her like okay. situation would be? That's if a good question. She just disappeared. Okay. I Division of care. So here, here's here's a good story. We went over by this, by the way. 
wow, look at the time. Okay, here's, oh, a, here's a good story. Don't worry. I, I went away. I went away for three nights with my best friend. And I was like, you know, I need this. Get away. I have to, you know, do something for myself. And we had a great trip and all that. And she did great the whole time. And I, I say that surprised and I, that I shouldn't be surprised. She's awesome. She really is. She's incredible. Um, she's an incredible kid. Uh, but she did great. She did great when I was away. So my best friend said to me, she's like, well, then when you go back, she goes, I want you to pull back my best friend telling me. And I said, all right. Yeah. Yeah. But then I get back and I go right back into whatever, <laughs> right back into the way I always are. Um, so, so she could do it. Um, but I think, I think we're at a point where she just knows that I'm going to um, do it, or I'm going to text her and say, Hey, you know, dose half a unit, dose this, you know? So I, I'm thinking she probably thinks that way. Oh, you know, mom, mom, you know, mom won't she she's on it. So right. she'll, you know, well, um, you know, listen, that's, I think a reasonable first step. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it went well. I mean, yeah. based on what we just said, we could say that maybe your daughter just realized you needed a break. And so she kind of gave it to you as a gift, which means it's something mm -hmm. she, she has to give. And you understand that she's still <laughs> 14 and she might not always, it might right. not always be present in her mind. But how come, right. how did you ever, did you say to her when you got back, hey, you did such a good job? Um, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Maybe we can, you know, do this more frequently. It's a good learning experience for you. I don't think I ever said those exact words, but there are definitely times where, um, like my husband and I were away in the city a couple weekends ago. She was staying at my mom's, and my niece was here. They were staying. I, 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 I laid back. I, you know, I did. Good. So yeah, there's definitely instances where I let her do it, take over. Excellent. Let me ask you. What you mean? So yeah. <laughs> let me ask you a question. You went away with your friend. You came back. Was it mm -hmm. more gratifying to you that she could take care of herself or was it more gratifying to you to take the control back? Hmm. Probably that she could do it herself. Good. But did it feel, Ooh. did it feel good when you took the control back? I don't know. It felt good. It just felt like this is what I do. Right. Yeah, I'm back. Right. Okay. You know, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. try to make it feel right that, uh, the other way too. Set. Were you nervous the whole time you were gone? No. You actually were able. Did you drink a lot? How did you handle that? <laughs> How did you get rid of your nervousness? You guys. Well, it, it was a yoga retreat. Oh, you were smoking weed. So, Scott, stop it. <laughs> um, so it was. It was very relaxing. Oh wait, were you really doing you. yoga? Or I thought that was code. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we were really doing yoga. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hiking and yoga. It was very relaxing. Okay. So no, it was, yeah, it was a great, great time. Excellent. Um, but, but yeah. Well, there you go. We fixed all your problems. Everything's good. How much do I owe you? I have $40, just a copay. <laughs> the insurance, yeah, the insurance handles the rest. Don't worry. <laughs> By the way, I caught your, your, that little video you put up very briefly last night of your little cartoon. Are you oh, kidding me? That's the like cutest that? thing I ever saw. Oh, isn't that great? Um, oh my gosh. I, I love it. So hopefully by the time this comes out, it'll just be mm -hmm. a thing. But um, that'd be cool. Um, a mom who listens to the show has a young daughter with type one. Her older daughter is a budding animator. 
And I must have said something at some point somewhere. And I said, I really want to animate the Defining Diabetes episodes and put them like on YouTube and make them more accessible to like people Mm -hmm. like that. And she's like, my daughter could do that. Now, Susan, the amount of people who very kindly offer to do things for me is, is it's a big number. I'm really great. I can't imagine. Very grateful. It's very nice. Many people don't um, have uh, a stick-to-itiveness that stuff like this Mm -hmm. takes. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are like, I'm going to do this thing for you. And I'm like, that sounds great. I would really appreciate that. And then three weeks later, I'm like, do you have that thing? I'm like, oh, right. It kind of goes like that. And it's fine. I have no animosity. People who really genuinely want to help. And I think that's lovely. And uh, Mm -hmm. but so I'm like, oh, this is a big undertaking. You know, there's a lot to do here. I think, you know, our daughter's, mm-hmm. I think she's 19, Maggie. Okay. And, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, prove it to me. Like, do it, you know? And she started doing it. And Aww. building, like, That's visual great. assets and, and everything. And I, I was very clear about the animation. I was like, it should basically just be a modern, like, Punch and Judy. Like, I, I almost wanted to look yes. like the two marionettes standing there just doing this thing. And, right. And she's doing great so last night we had a conversation and i said where are we at with this um when can we actually start putting them up so she's still working but i don't i don't want to put them up and then have a gap i want to be able to put one up every friday Mm -hmm. and she's like i think i think i'm close i think we can get going pretty soon and then we talked about what we're going to do next and i think she's going to make me um sort of uh like almost like little like 60 second clips from episodes like we'll find a 60 second clip in your episode and she'll animate it that's so cute yeah and then love it we'll use them on social media and stuff is a way to kind of draw people back to the podcast um and then if this awesome. all goes well she's going to automate the process and we're going to lay it over top of like the pro tip series and stuff like that oh i love it yeah so the, that's awesome the problem right now is that i'm financing it out of pocket and the, right. the videos need to make enough money that I can afford to pay her. So we're, I see. we're trying to mm-hmm. go slow and find that balance. But she did a really, I, see. I thought she did a really amazing job. I think oh my God. I, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. She's a, she's really talented and, and doing such a good job. So thank you. I'm glad. That's and so I, great. That's so, so I, great. After the conversation, I said to her, I'm like, I'm going to throw the first one on Facebook in the private group and I'm going to take mm-hmm. it down in like two hours just so people can see it for a minute. And uh, so funny. the reaction was good. I got a couple thousand views in there in, uh, in, in about an hour and a half. And then I just yanked it back down again. So that's great. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm trying great. very hard. So, I know. I know you are trying to help. Well, doing a great job so far. So good. Knock on wood. I haven't done anything super stupid yet. Nope. <laughs> we fix some people one at a time. One at a time. One at a time is too <laughs> slow. I need tens of thousands at a time. Or I start feeling right. I start feeling like I'm not doing enough. It gets a it's like a weird. I haven't had that feeling in a couple of years. Um, you know, talking about feeling responsible for people and right. why I might know you well is basically it's, uh, how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. But I um I haven't had that feeling in a while. Like I'm not doing enough. I used to feel like that a right. lot, but I don't anymore. Okay, so that's great. Yeah, I think it's because the podcast reaches so many people at this point. It would just be, oh, yeah. it would be silly for me to feel like that. It'd be silly. Exactly. It'd be silly for you. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. All right. I know. Anything left All right. that you want to talk about that we didn't talk about? No. I just am so happy to get the chance to talk to you. Cool. I really enjoyed this. Thank You're- you.
you're awesome. And I hope everybody's okay on your end, your family and all that. Okay. I'm going to ask my question. I appreciate that very much. And same to you. I'm going to ask my question of you when we're not being recorded. Okay. My, the question I said that I had. All right. So when you and your husband are having. First, I'd like to thank Susan for coming on the show and sharing so honestly and openly. Thank you very much, Susan. I also want to thank Touched by Type 1 and remind you to go to touchedbytype1.org. Don't forget to look into the Contour Next 1 blood glucose meter at contournext.com forward slash juicebox. And if you want some of the functionality that you can get with a pump without pumping, you want InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Head over right now to InPenToday.com to find out more about the InPen. It's I-N-P-E-N, InPen. You hear me saying that, right? Like I'm not weirding you out with my accent, am I? Pretty long episode, so just let me say thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.